Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. So you want to build a wall on the border. How's that going to affect the environment? And more importantly, does that matter? This is Parts Per Billion. Hello and welcome once again to Parts Per Billion, Bloomberg BNA's bi-weekly environmental policy podcast. I'm your host, David Schultz. You may have heard that the new president wants to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. It's been in the news a little bit recently. Of course, there's been lots of talk about how much the wall would cost, how it would affect our foreign policy, even the moral implications. But you don't hear too much about the border wall and the environment. Well, that's what we're going to focus on today, how a wall would affect wildlife and water resources, and also whether building it would violate any environmental laws. And for that, we turn to Bloomberg BNA natural resources reporter Alan Kofsky. Alan says there actually already is a wall on the border. It's just not a complete wall. There are big gaps in certain less populated areas. But Alan says even in the spots where there is a wall now, there already are some issues we can look at to get a sense of what would happen if they filled in the gaps. There are quite a few streams that cross the uh, international boundary there. A good fence uh, or wall might have to uh, interrupt the, uh, the whole drainage patterns in the, within those narrow areas. It would also contribute, has already contributed in areas where it's built, it has contributed to erosion problems uh, because it's uh, disrupting the, the pattern of the landscape in certain areas. But the real issue with a wall is how it will affect the wildlife that moves freely back and forth across the border, at least as of right now. Some of that wildlife is wide ranging in nature and a, a barrier could just cut off that, uh, that movement, uh, which also is important when you have a a small population for a species, you need a fair amount of movement in order for interbreeding to occur, which enriches the genetic characteristics of the species. Otherwise, um, you you get them trapped into small subcultures or uh, subgroups that have very narrow genetic characteristics, which is troublesome for survival. For the uh, Sonoran uh, pronghorn, which is a kind of antelope living in the Sonoran Desert region, uh, they've tried to modify their, their, what they've done to try to avoid preventing that antelope from moving back and forth. There has been also concern about some other big animals like the uh, Mexican gray wolf and uh, the jaguar, which uh, for decades was never seen in the United States, but it were, was originally native to the Southwest. And now some of them have wandered back into the U.S. from Mexico. That could be blocked off by a wall. 
When the planners were drawing up the blueprints for the partial border wall that currently exists, they made some changes to protect the habitat of some of these cross-border species. Allen says this time around, that might not be possible. The concessions that have been made so far have been possible partly because they did not have to build a complete barrier yet. If they build a complete barrier, any methods that allow wildlife to get through will allow human beings to get through. Human beings will figure it out. So um, it'll be hard, it'll be much more difficult to make concessions if a complete wall is built. They could still try in some fashion or another, but it's hard to picture how they could do it. So in other words, if you think we can just get around these problems by installing a few doggy doors on the wall, think again. But right about now, you might be asking yourself, wait a minute, aren't there environmental laws that deal with exactly this kind of issue? If the government builds something that impairs water resources and threatens endangered species, wouldn't that violate basically all of those laws? No, it won't. Okay, then. We'll let Alan explain that in just a few moments. But first, let's talk about Bloomberg BNA's daily environment report. It's your source for comprehensive coverage of everything going on in the world of environmental policy. To start a free trial of Daily Environment Report, visit bna.com slash daily podcast. That's bna.com slash daily hyphen podcast. So we're talking about the Trump administration's border wall and whether it would run afoul of any of the many environmental laws that prevent the government from harming endangered species, water resources, things like that. You just heard Alan give a pretty definitive answer to that question. No, it won't. And the reason for that is that Congress passed another law a few years ago saying that federal agencies could waive these environmental requirements when building any type of border barrier. There's a 2005 law which has allowed them to waive all environmental uh, requirements for this. So the National Environmental Policy Act, which can easily tie up a, uh, uh, a construction project, uh, the Endangered Species Act, the Clean Water Act, and uh, a variety of other laws can all be waived. More than 35 already have been waived. The idea is that uh, the national security is so important that it will override those. This is something we do to a lesser extent, but we still do it for uh, a lot of military matters. Oh, I see. So, so there it's also, you know, if the military needs to do something, they maybe can avoid doing a lot of those environmental studies as well. Yeah, to some degree. And even if they have to do the studies, they avoid some of the consequences. They are less bound by the, uh, the, the laws than, uh, than other people are. So at this point, you might be saying to yourself, is this constitutional? And the answer is unclear. A group of environmentalists challenged the 2005 border wall law in court. And the Supreme Court, uh, for whatever reason, chose not to take the case. So they didn't rule on it. It's still possible that some other groups could try to uh, take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And what were their, their arguments when they were, were arguing that, that this, this law, this 2005 law, is unconstitutional? Well, at first they sued to try to get the environmental laws applied. Then the waivers came out. So after that, they sued on an argument that the, waivers, uh, the waiver authority was an excessive grant of lawmaking powers to an administration official. The idea being that uh, if you want to repeal a law, Congress repeals the law. You don't just waive it administratively. So they felt that was an, an infringement of uh, the congressional right. So ultimately, it seems like the Trump administration won't need to worry about its border wall getting snagged on any environmental laws, at least until, or rather if, the Supreme Court decides to weigh in. 
And that's our episode for this week. We heard from Bloomberg BNA's Alan Kovsky. For more of his reporting on endangered species and other environmental issues, visit our website at bna.com. Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music tracks for Parts Per Billion are A Message and Dune by Jazar. They were used under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.